Doug Bryant Jr. And I'm Daryl Thorpe Jr. And this is the Get Your Act Together podcast, presented by Ninth Chris Jacksonville. Welcome to another episode of Get Your Act Together, Season 2, Episode 1. We back. We back. 2018, man. First, I'd like to say, man, 2017 was a a, a good year um, for me personally and uh, as as this uh, podcast. First of all, I want to thank everyone from last season that was a part of this gym that me, me, Doug, and the rest of our team came up with, man. It was just a blessing. We're very humble, and we're back. You know, 2018 was more... Uh, interviews, uh, episodes from phenomenal people. Um, so you guys just stay tuned for uh, for that. But today's episode got a great brother on deck. So it's uh, beginning of the year, uh, 2018, and the talk around town and the talk around the world is tax time. Them income tax checks. So we got this brother on, man. He's certified. He's a CPA. He's a certified internal auditor for your business. If you have a business and, and for personal income taxes. So that's the talk going on right now in the city and in, in country worldwide tax season. But, you know, we got a new uh, administration in the White House. So this is the first year of, uh, you know, going through that with him, um, the president. So we want to just bring on board uh, this brother, Joshua Hay, and talk about information about what to look for this year for 2018 from your um, past uh, last year w-2s for your, your taxes and everything so right now we just want to welcome joshua hey what's up josh what's going on josh fellas what's up man nothing much man i just want to say man it's always a pleasure to be in the mix i want to express my appreciation for you know you guys including me on on what's to come. Um, we've made some great strides in 2017, and I'm looking forward to continue that, build upon that momentum in 2018. So I just want to start off by saying thanks. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. So give us a little bit about your background, man. Where you're from, what college you went to, and also how'd you get into finances? Yeah, yeah. So I'm a native of Jacksonville. You know, do ball. Give a shout out to the Jaguars. You know, almost. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, we got it next year. Yeah. <laughs> So I graduated from Inglewood uh, in 2007 and uh, headed west, took my talents to, to the Hill, um, where I educated or mastered in, uh, in accounting. And I graduated in 2011 with my Bachelor of Science in Accounting. And from there, I went, to accept, went on to accept a role in financial reporting with the Florida Lottery. Uh, started the, my MBA program here at UNF in the fall of 2013 and after completing my first semester at UNF I went ahead and completed an internship with PwC in Atlanta where I got some experience and after that busy season experience I kind of sensed that wasn't the vibe for me in terms of career right I had a daughter my junior year in undergrad so I know I wanted that time to be a part of her life here in Jacksonville so uh, after completing that internship i moved back to jacksonville to uh finish up my mba pro the mba program at unf graduated in may of 2015 and started with uh everbank here in town as an internal auditor um within the first six months of working at everbank i received my first promotion uh after that first promotion you know got my two certifications the cpa and cia sort of back to back 
and after getting my CPA and CIA, I received my second promotion uh, to senior internal auditor where I, I was in that role for about two and a half years until I received my next promotion, which was an internal recruit and an internal transition to enterprise risk management at, uh, at Everbank, which was, is now TIAA. So that's where I am now. So this brother, man, he's, when, when we talking about, he's certified, you know, he put in the groundwork. Yep. We're talking about personal finances, accounting. And that's something, you know, in our community as a whole, we don't have conversations about, like you said, finances. It's deeper than taxes and everything. It's, it's, it's uh, personal growth with your finances, what to do as far as investing and everything like that. So uh, it's just good to have a brother like this, you know, accessible to you guys for questions and, hey, what do I look for? Um, and everything is new because every year with our government, it's, it's something coming out new. You know, we got tax reform. We got this. We got that. How much money coming out of your, your paychecks? Why it's coming out of your paychecks? These are the questions you have to ask. You know, you're not going to get this from no H&R block or anything like that. You have to go deeper, um, deeper levels. So somebody like Josh is a great asset to have to to look for that stuff so yeah josh can tell you who fica is and it's not a person <laughs> so before we go before we go on though uh you said you mentioned um you mentioned you had a daughter uh what values are you teaching her about finances because i know for me growing up you know um, i was taught things here and there and now that i'm more in depth with my finances as we all are i'm teaching my kids certain things so what are you teaching your daughter uh, so, in terms of finances so one thing that i've uh, implemented with my daughter is uh is a contract you know and it's sort of an extension of business and how real life works um, and earning your money and, and, and kind of translating that and taking opportunities to teach her opp opportunities to teach her how to save. Um, so right now she has a week. Her and I signed a, a, a five dollar contract for yeah. her to clean her room. And, you know, every time we go out, she wants to spend, spend, spend. But I make sure I reiterate that, you know, if she continues to save those five dollars, she can get a bigger toy yeah. or, or, or bigger book Chief, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Also, you know, purchasing fake money and getting her cash register and playing with her that way and uh, just teaching, teaching the basics, um, addition, subtraction, and, um, you know, just ensuring that she is financially sound and starting early and implementing those, those values so that, you know, they can carry on or hopefully they carry on throughout her entire life. I like that contract idea. I'm about to do that with my kids. So yeah, me too. That's my son really don't like to clean idea, up man. his. My yeah. son don't like to clean up his room, man. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing, man. <laughs> yeah, the toys everywhere, everywhere man. Right. God, right. Right. So yeah, we just had my son start doing chores consistently. So I think I'm gonna do that contract, man. Absolutely, it's, it's been great, man. It's been <laughs> yeah, great. She's been sticking to it. Uh, she likes it. I love it to see her, you know, and, and just to have that notion of her understanding business. We don't yeah. realize how much of an impact that that goes on or, or that has on them early on in life. And yeah. it's really important to start early um, because they do tend to carry that on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's let's jump right into his tax season. So, Josh, first first thing on the books, um, I got my W-2 last week. I'm sure everybody's they coming out, they shipping out. So for 20, what should we look for for your, your everyday working Americans? What should we look for this year? So generally for the, the tax reform, there won't be impacts for the 2017 tax year. We're looking at 2018 going forward. And really the major point that I want to press is to understand that it's, it's not a negative impact. 
if you look at the tax rate, they've been cut across the board. So we'll, from that, we'll experience marginal increases in our paychecks. Um, but next year, uh, one of the big impacts is the is that no longer you'll be able to get a personal exemption for each dependent that you claim. So that personal exemption was a little over four grand. You know, you have two kids, you're getting 8,000 taken from your income to reduce your uh, taxable income. So which would put more money in your pocket on the, on the tax refund. Mm -hmm. um, and however, to offset that, the standard deduction, um, which for a single taxpayer, I believe is 6,300 now, is getting doubled across the board for every filing status. Um, so there will be some benefits in that. But another point that I want to press is, you know, we need to have a paradigm shift and focus on how can we benefit from the reform. And I think if you look at um, high level and try to understand the, the, the purpose or who, who the tax reform was designed for, it's all about businesses. Okay. Um, but you wanna focus on the structure of your business because not every business structure in the form of sole proprietor, LLC, uh, S-Corp, will experience the same benefits in fact so let me let me uh, uh interject real quick so basically what you're saying is moving forward the tax reform will be rewarding businesses so our administration um right now which is a gop administration they are on moving forward the businesses right absolutely okay so basically we have to, if we got hobbies and stuff that, you know, going on, try to form them into into businesses because that's where the benefits and the rewards are going for us, this administration forward. Absolutely, Dale, great point. What you want to do is focus on your, really dig deep and find what your personal interest is. Take your hobby and see how you can transform that into a business. A lot of people are under the assumption that it's very difficult to start a business, but in the state of Florida, it's really filling out a couple forms online and paying 125 bucks and you have an LLC. Yeah. And, and through that LLC, you're awarded certain deductions that will potentially be exponentially more than what a personal exemption would be on a personal level, right? And so it's about that personal development as well. So. When you say, you know, you're focusing on the refund throughout the entire year, you know, with that money, now is the time to dig deep, find your personal interest and invest in yourself. So so that that young lady who's been doing hair at her mama's house on the weekends, basically you saying, hey, turn turn your hair braiding skills into uh, a legitimate business with $125 because if you're looking for moving forward for your income tax to be like the same is not it's, it's changing and that money's going to the business right the time is now the time is now to convert everything to a business um, and not in a fraudulent manner there are so many things that people taxpayers are not aware of that can be written off on your taxes from a business perspective for instance if you don't have a, a physical building and you're doing business out of your home a certain percentage of your expenses in home can be written off as a tax deduction. And the, the biggest issue is a lot of people just aren't aware of these things. Yes. A lot of people think that it's more income coming in, so you know they're gonna to have to pay a higher tax. And that's not the case. There are legal deductions that people can take advantage of. And it's just a matter of educating yourself. So now's the time to, to start a business, to take that leap, to, to purchase books, purchase courses, 
um, get involved with the Ninth Bridge to increase your awareness about these opportunities. Um, because a lot of times it's just the ignorance that we, um, that our community faces. And to that ignorance, we don't get to take advantage of the opportunities that are before us or amongst us. That's a good point, man. I was also reading a couple of days ago that uh, with the tax reform, like he said businesses are, are going to benefit from this. saw that Home Depot, with this tax reform, it allows them to uh, provide bonuses up to $1,000 to their employees. So, you know, in the long run, it seems like businesses are trying to do the right thing by their employees by giving them certain bonuses, um, increases, things like that. So. Absolutely. I've, I've had the opportunity and the pleasure of uh, talking with a few local business owners. And, you know, they just kept it real with me. Under the prior administration, they really took a hit from a business owner's yeah. perspective, right? Yeah. Insurance costs. Um, through the higher taxes, they can't pay their employees can't more. Pay. So you, you're starting to see that across the board. Of course, at the end of the day, it's about the business and their strategy. Yeah. And also, you know, their focus on their people. But there will be opportunity for additional funds to increase wages. So that's an overall impact. You know, you're, you're increasing that discretionary money for it that individuals have to spend and stimulate the economy. Because the reform is all about, you know, economic reform and economic stimulus you know yeah. so we just need to have that paradigm shift and don't look at this as a negative impact just yeah. because the administration yeah. who has put it into place so with sure. with that with that and I'm, I'm glad you know as as somebody as things change just like you said we're going to business somebody's going to be affected by these changes in like like if you're not getting up, you know, and, and putting your, your your brain, your team together to start a business or whatever, and you just sitting around for, hey, I'm waiting on income tax. Those people would be hit the hardest. So what about the middle black class and the low income um, black families or whatever? How would they? What's the negative? Because I don't, you know, the the, the tax reform, you you. You don't see them a part of it. Right. You know, well, in the last administration, they were a part of it as a whole. I think it's exactly what you said. If, if you look at the the tax rates, all of them recruit reduced across the board, right? But the lower income families will not experience that marginal increase in their weekly paychecks yeah. because they earn smaller amounts of money. Yeah. So the two the two percent decrease in the overall tax rate is going to be so margin marginal to them in the form of 10 bucks, 20 bucks on their personal paychecks. And these are the people that usually wait around until, you know, income set tax season time to get that large lump sum. And they're a lot of times catching up on the debt that they've accumulated over the prior year. Yeah. Right. So now is the time you have to have that paradigm shift. And I'll keep reiterating that, you do. that you have to start planning now. You have to start putting a budget in place and, and find your personal interest and just convert it to a proprietary system, proprietary business. Yeah, we were talking earlier, and I said I was going to mention a story. Um, so I was in a break room yesterday, and I heard these two guys talking about, hey, man, we need to go to St. Augustine or whatever, because one guy, I guess he had never been. Mm-hmm. And the other guy goes, yeah, man, I need to take you to Harry's or whatever, you know, a seafood restaurant down in St. Augustine, Florida. And um, the guy goes, hey, man, what you waiting on? He's like, uh, I'm waiting on my tax return. And it hit me because I'm like, man, a lot of people look so forward to this time of the year, this first quarter, to do big things with their money. And it's like, you know, if you get into that, that paradigm shift you're talking about, that mindset, of, you know, using that money in a uh, strategic way in terms of investing, uh, saving up for emergency funds, already having that money kind of pre-planned to do something big is kind of like not really the, the way to go. Right. When it right. comes to and that. I so, think, so many people in the community think that way. They get this large check and it's like spend, spend, spend. Right. And you have to get out of that, you know, cyclical but behavior. Exactly. But the, <laughs> the crazy thing about it is like 
a catch twenty two because yeah. the business are waiting for you to spend that money. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So yeah. as you spend that money with these businesses, yeah. their profits and everything um, go up high. Mm-hmm. But then when their business tax, they will want to really see the benefits. Right, right. And I think another thing to that point, Doug, is you know everyone wants uh, an answer to you know okay, I'm getting five grand on my tax return. What's the best investment? And my answer to that is. The best investment is to invest in yourself. Exactly. Sure. Because it, yes. it, at the end of the day, you will get more, more feeling of accomplishment. Um, you know, if you went out and did that research, if you educated yourself and put something into what you've educated yourself on, yes. you know, and and not only that, if someone does tell you, hey, go invest in Bitcoin, and then Bitcoin drops. Now, you know, you're angry at them for giving you that advice. So I I would personally rather make a decision based on my knowledge, based on my awareness, based on my education. And, you know, live with being wrong on that because that is, in the end, you learn from it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that, I think that's a good point. Okay. Yeah, so, so, you know, you have these families, uh, kids they they they're, they're waiting for the, the w-2s and, and and right now i'm with you josh i it is a paradigm shift right now and it's time for us as a whole to get focused on our personal finances so what can people do in the beginning of the year as far as like you know when you sign up at your job for your w-4s uh to kind of like maintain a balance throughout the year for the paycheck so they when you know they don't have to be waiting on the big lump sum right so in my case um i do uh you know a small sense of tax planning yeah right and that's just in itself and building out a, a paycheck calculator and pulling down the rates uh from the irs.gov and the tax tables and kind of you know shaping my exemptions toward that amount the exemptions that i claim because at the end of the day you want a net zero, right? Yeah. The ideal situation is you getting all that money throughout the year rather than waiting to get your money back in the lump sum because it's your money, right? Yeah. So um, I I think that, yeah, I know for some people it may be a little complex, for others it may not be, but take that time to kind of build out a, a, a spreadsheet and a budget, um, build, a, build a monthly budget and an annual budget, you know, at now. At the beginning yeah. of the year, at the beginning of the year, stick to stick, it, yeah. analyze it throughout the year. Yeah, um, we don't emphasize that enough in our no, community. we don't, we don't, and we don't want once we have a plan, we oftentimes deviate from it and we don't stick to it. So my challenge to the community is to build that budget and stick to it. And you're right. So, so you don't have to wait because, like you said, a talker this like does so everywhere you go, at your job with your family, tax season. Everybody waiting on tax season, tax season. Instead, like, hey, plan your tax season throughout the whole year. Stick with it. Be consistent. You're, you'll know what you're getting back. Right. You know and the, and the, the concept is, you know, you're giving the government an interest-free loan. Exactly. Right? It's your money. Please break end. that down. A lot of people do not understand that. It, man. It's they your do. money in the end. So why wait around for one time in the year? Throughout the year, you pay you pay your taxes. You yep. pay your taxes. But if you plan it in a way that you're minimizing your taxes and you're netting zero, it, this tax refund, you're still getting that same benefit, but it's your money up front. Yeah, real quick. This is a, a, a alert right quick because this, this is a pet peeve of mine when it's coming to tax season. All right. The money that you're getting 
It's your money. Okay? Your own money. The government <laughs> took your money little by little throughout 52 weeks of the year. What is 52 pay pay weeks of the year? And all, all they're doing is giving you a percentage of it. You're right. not even getting the whole thing. They earn lots more for your money than you do. Yes. Um, that so income. that's your money that you work for. You punched the clock in um, last year. They all, they all they doing is holding it, making interest off of it, and then give you a little piece of it in the beginning of the new year. So just that's an educational. Please, please uh, research that. That's, those are facts. <laughs> this is nothing nobody's making up. You're not getting no free money. It's, right. it's, it's your nothing. money. It's, your, it's already your money. Yep. It's already your money, okay? So I just wanted to get that out of the way because that... When I hear people talk, man, it's just a pet peeve. It's like, man, let's start from the beginning of this. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. With that being said, can you break down when a person wants to put either zero deductions or one deduction? So a zero deduction, and that goes to the uh, personal exemptions. It ties into with that. Um, so if you're putting zero um, exemptions, filing for zero exemptions on your W-9, that translates to your exemptions on your or how much taxes that they would take out, right? So the more exemptions you put on your W-4 form, uh, the less that they would take out in taxes, right? Because at the end, that goes back to the point of tax planning. You don't want to have to owe anything at the end or you want to have to get a refund at the end, right? Right. The ideal situation is to get all your money up front, right, and net zero. So uh, the more exemptions um, you claim on your W-4 form, now, of course, that would be changing because they're not, you know, granting that personal exemption now, um, and they're just doubling the standard deduction. So um, I'll have to do more research on whether the W-4 form will still, or the relevancy of the W-4 form, if you will, um, with the new tax reform. Gotcha. So. All right. Well, thank you, Josh. Um, we had a for that little information, Josh is actually hosting a meeting on um, February 8th. If you want and go very in depth into this, uh, if you want to contact um, where the location is and time, just email us at hello at knifebridge.org. And if you got personal questions for the, Mr. Josh, hit him up at J Hay, that's J H A Y at quick75.com. He, he, listen, now he's a personal uh, accountant. But he also is an internal order for all his business owners. Small business, doesn't matter how small your business is, hit this brother up, okay? We have on record a uh, few businesses he dealt with last year uh, from um, Doobies to um, uh, uh, D'Angelo. Uh, a couple of guys we know with their cleaning business and everything, so hit him up. He does business. So if you're a small business, just getting into small business and you're like, oh, it's, it's um, what I got to pay questions. Hit Josh up. He's the brothers know what he's talking about. But also, if you want to come out to this meeting, this meeting we're having on what what's the day? February eighth. February eighth at seven p.m. February eighth at seven p.m. Email us and we'll give you the location of it. We'll have all this information plus more. We just wanted to give you a brief light overview of uh, what to expect this year tax season. But come out to the meeting. You can hear a lot more. Absolutely. And if you want to find me. Find Knife Bridge. I'm everywhere <laughs> Knife Bridge will be. So certainly come out to the come out to the meetings, the info sections, and we'd love to have you. And also you can find our information on Instagram at Knife Bridge Jacks. Um, I have the information out there for the meeting, location, time, etc. 
And just be on the lookout for us on Facebook, Ninth Bridge Jacksonville, and Twitter as well, at Ninth Bridge Jacks. Josh, hey! <laughs> it's been a pleasure, fellas. Yes, sir. This podcast is presented by Ninth Bridge Jacksonville.